been gone for a long time but you know why because i've been helping to make the information highway that's right yeah a little uh little insight open the door a little bit on the world of gtg uh kind of like a behind the scenes on just what i do i splice a bunch of glass together i fuse it together so that people like you and myself can enjoy games like mk mobile on the world wide web on the internet I, I splice fiber. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I help create networks. I uh, install central office or CO equipment, and then I end up splicing it into uh, different towns and connect towns together, connect towns uh, within themselves together, connect just networks. I just network stuff. That's all I do. Uh, just like I'm networking with you guys right now, literally networking uh, via what I'm work on during the day. But anyways, I don't know what I'm talking about. It gets busy, okay? <sighs> it gets busy, so I don't have enough time. But I finally found some time, just sent the kid back upstairs, told him I'll be up in a little bit so I can sit here and talk to you all about this episode. And we're going to be talking about bugs, of course bugs. We're going to talk about the new tower. We're going to talk about a new character. And if that's not enough, we're going to do a deep dive on the Japanese raccoon dog. That's right. And I know you're going to want to stick around for that because you have no idea what I'm talking about. But first of all, as customary, we need to go into test, test your, your might. might. And uh, I'm going to ask you a question just to test your MK mobile knowledge. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to give you the answer. And I'm going to do an easy one. Okay, I think most of you, I would say 99% of you are going to get this. Probably 100%. Here's the question. Upon death, each of this character's teammates receives one bar of power. Okay? Like I said, I think that's pretty easy. Pretty sure. But anyways, we'll get into the answer on that Well, when we get done. Now, let's talk about the bugs. Uh, yeah, they're back. Actually, they never really left. Um, they're different bugs, I guess... It's still kind of the same as the last ones we were seeing with the classic tower. We're seeing a lot of crashing, but it's interesting because we're seeing them mostly on one uh, one device, so mostly on iOS. So I did a poll on both Reddit and Twitter, and if we take a look at that right now, I'm going to read it out for you all that are listening, but I'll, I'll tell you about it here real quick. So like I said, I did a poll on both Twitter and Reddit, and it basically said crash test, and I said, since 4.1, have you experienced more crashing? And then the answers, or the choices, I guess, were iOS user yes, iOS user no, Android user yes and Android user no and it was overwhelmingly 
overwhelmingly like on Twitter said that yes on iOS I was and they said 39% said no on Android and then pretty much the same results on uh, Reddit 181 vo votes 83 uh, said yes on iOS and 69 said no on Android so something with iOS devices it's just not I don't know just things are crashing and it's periodic it's not just one thing it's not like only when you're in towers it could be survivor mode faction wars uh, pretty much anything uh, towers and, and of course the bummer of that is you lose your progress you lose that fight um, you just you know it automatically goes away and then now you're one less and it's just kind of a bummer especially in survivor mode because then all of a sudden all your characters are already used even though you only made it made it like to th uh, battle three out of nine let's say just it's really hard to achieve anything when it keeps crashing so what I did with that information thank you all by the way for helping me compile that because when I see a problem, I try to at least put some data together for WB game support so that they can look at it. Because if I'm just complaining about it, that's not really gonna, it's gonna fall on deaf ears. But if I can actually put some data together and give it to them, hopefully they can use that to fix it faster. So that's what I did with it. I sent it off to WB game support and said, hey, listen, this is what I'm seeing. This is what our, uh, your other people that are using this game are seeing, other fighters. Um, hopefully you can fix it. So we'll see. We'll see if what they can do on that. So anyways, off to the brand new tower, everybody. Yeah, that's how long it's been since I've done one of these. The White Lotus Tower is now a thing. Um, and I, I feel like I want to introduce it in the way they introduced it in the update notes because they did it really cool. And it kind of, it, it, they did it cool. Okay, we'll just put it that way. They did it in kind of a story, which I love. I love when they add like just those details to something like this. So you know what? We're going to add, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to, let me put the brakes on. Holy crap. I think I just had a miniature stroke there. I cannot speak for some reason. Okay. I'm going to read it, but I'm going to do it the right way. Are you all ready? Here we go. The new White Lotus Tower. The White Lotus is a secret society who protects Earthrealm from outside invaders. It is your mission is to break into the White Lotus, find out their secrets, and reap the benefits. Win battles for a chance to earn brand new White Lotus Tower equipment like the Shinte of Malice and earn a guaranteed diamond character when you defeat the tower. Hey now! There you go. That's that's the correct way to introduce a new tower, just like that. Anyways, I thought it was interesting because, first of all, they put a story with it, which I love because it's showing a little bit more effort into releasing these updates, okay? Uh, all the way down to just those fine details. But... I love it because remember what I was talking about in a couple episodes ago, I was talking about the antagonist and the protagonist and how uh, this tower would be kind of like that where you would be going up to fight against somebody, but they kind of reversed it. Now you are basically the antagonist trying to infiltrate this tower of good and trying to find out its secrets. So I like the, the little spin they put on that. Um, it's pretty cool. So good job everybody on that. I like that. Now, I will say it is proving to be a damn difficult tower. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, even even with when I bought the 20 for 20 uh, equipment pack, which you get on the first run up, you always get like that deal, the 20, 20 cards for 20 bucks, which obviously for me is the best deal. And that's the only equipment pack that I'll buy because you know what you're getting. You're getting exactly 20 cards for $20. It's a card a dollar, a dollar a card. Anyways, so it's, it's freaking hard. I'm not going to lie. It took me like eight no, maybe not eight, maybe six turns on the final boss on, on 200. But you know what? I got a hell of a reward. I got the freaking Joker finally. Finally. Finally got him. I don't even know how long he's been out. 
but I finally got the Joker. He is such a blast to play with. And I'll say something about the rewards. The rewards are pretty damn good. You got Black Dragon, Aaron Black. You got Fire God Liu Kang, and you got the Joker. Those are your main rewards. So you're gonna have a better chance of getting those. Um, and then of course, obviously other diamond cards. But I will say all three of those, I need fusions on now. You know, uh, Black Dragon, Aaron Black, surprisingly, yeah. I don't have it maxed out yet. And rolling right into other rewards for the White Lotus Tower, I wanna talk about the equipment. They have, again, hats off to all the artists, hardworking artists over there at NetherRealm, just putting out amazing freaking artwork. God, you guys are killing it, okay? I know that, I, I feel like I stay that, uh, state that every time there's a new tower, but come on. I, I, I don't know if anybody can deny uh, or can uh, disprove that. You guys are doing amazing work, so good job to the artists. But we have to look at the equipment here, and I always think that there's one rare out of every tower that is just OP. Somebody, it's the one that you want to get. And I would say in this one, it is probably the Shintai of Malice. We'll read through this. So this is this is Fusion Level X. 100% chance to apply Deathmark on user's tag-in. 30% team resistance to all debuffs. That's insane. Put that on Classic Smoke or something like that, or anybody with a Classic Team with Classic Smoke. Jeez, they are going to literally just push away all types of debuffs, no matter what. It's, it's insane. So I would say that probably is the major one that... I would want to get maxed out of all these other ones. Um, now, the other one that caught my eye was one of the epics, and that is God's Helper Tanuki. And for whatever reason, in the back of my head, I was like, Tanuki? That sounds very familiar. So I had to actually look that up and find out what it was. And so I found this article on Blockfort, and it basically it is the top 10 video game Tanukis of all time, okay? So this kind of an in-test-your-might for Tanukis inside this episode. So I'm just gonna read this verbatim from this article right here. So here we go. The Tanuki is a subspecies of the Asian raccoon dog. And you're probably thinking, what the hell is a raccoon dog? Exactly, that's what I thought. Apparently it's a Tanuki, but it's a real life thing. Hey, speaking of raccoons, this is kind of a, a GTG personal story. Here we go. Uh, when I was a kid, we actually had a pet raccoon. They make great pets. So we had, uh, we had hogs, we had pigs, and we found a baby raccoon nursing on one of the uh, sows, on one of the female hogs with other babies. So we took that raccoon and we gave it milk and bread and stuff like that and grew it up into just an awesome, it was an awesome pet. It was so fun, so in, so inquisitive, so like curious about everything, about life. Uh, it just made for a really good pet. Back to this article. Okay, Asian raccoon dog that actually exists in real life. That being said, this countdown, so this is basically, uh, yeah, I already said it, like the, the top video game tanukis of all time. Uh, this countdown is more concerned with the supernatural tanuki, or bake tanuki, which has been prevalent in Japanese folklore since ancient times. The mythical creature, the mythical creatures are mostly known for their mischievous personalities, their uncanny shape-shifting capabilities, and their penchant for alcohol. They also have massive testicles. <laughs> what? <laughs> apparently they have huge balls, which is apparently where the pee is stored, okay? A tanuki can be seen as a symbol of wealth or trickery, and each region of Japan seems to put down its own spin on the Bake Tanuki legend. Tanuki references are part of daily life in Japan, but they don't have as much of a presence in the West. Video games have helped spread the Tanuki myth around the globe, however, and this list is demonstrative of that fact. Well, we can add one to that list. We can add it to the MK Mobile, guys. MK Mobile should be number 11. Anyways, uh, number 10 is Shigaraki, which is in Mega Man 6. Um, number nine is uh, Tanuki out of the Angry Video Game Nerd 2. Uh, number eight is a Sonic Racing Series, Dodonpa. Uh, number seven is the last from The Last Blade. Number six is a Tanuki and Yokai Watch Series. Number five is Tanuki Justice. Number four is 
Toho project. Number three, a Mario series. Obviously, that's where my brain was like, I remember this. That's where it's from. It's from Mario. He turns into a stone. He can turn into a stone. Remember that? Um, number two is from Pocky and Rocky series. I've never heard of any of these games. And then number one is Tom Nook from Animal Crossing series, uh, which I've never played either. But there you go. Little, uh, little deep dive into Tanuki. So anyways, that epic piece was pretty awesome. A couple other notable things from this update. Obviously, MK11 Luke Kang is the newest character. He looks badass. He makes a very formidable boss. Um, and he is just, he's a badass, okay? With his concussion um, passive, yeah, it's its pretty awesome. I hope to see him in my roster within two years. We'll put it, we'll put it to that, put the timeline at two years on that one. The other thing is Classic Smoke is getting his own challenge. That's huge because that is a new character that they're adding into this line of characters that get their own challenges. So that's pretty huge. Um, obviously, Combat Cup Sonya Blade is the, um, the battle pass right now, the combat uh, pass, which I, I participate in. I don't buy the premium, guys. I it's Maybe if I was a new player, I don't, I don't know. It's just, like I said in, when I first brought this up, the rewards have to be worth it, and right now they're just not. I, I could do without Combat Cup Sonya being able to do anything special. Okay, so with that, I don't think I really have anything else. This kind of went all over the place. We should get back to test your might, though. So let's get into the answer for this question right here. Upon death, each of this character's teammates receive one bar of power. And of course, everybody, the answer is Monk. The all-powerful Monk. I knew you guys knew that. That's a very, that's that's pretty easy. One of my first bronze cards, probably one of your very first bronze cards. And uh, yeah, I got to learn to play him real well right at the beginning when I play, started playing this over seven years ago. It's crazy. So I'm going to make this short and sweet. I will get out another one, hopefully before the holidays. If I don't for some reason, everybody have a Merry Christmas. Have a great holidays. Spend time with family if you can. Enjoy one another. Um, and with that, I need to go spend time with my son. So hope you all enjoyed this episode, and I will see you on the next one. Bye, everybody.